We don't attract what we think about. We attract how we feel. And if you are passionately feeling sad, passionately feeling disappointed, passionately feeling upset, which by the way is very human, it's just not going to give you the result that you want. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of It's Giving. Okay, I am your host, Sarah Fontenot, and today we are going to talk about limiting beliefs. It's giving blocking blessings. It's giving release. It's giving reset, and it's giving time to renew because I don't know about you, but I personally realize that through different experiences inside of my own life, where having limiting beliefs or stories, also known as stories, have really curated and shifted the way that I took action or the way that I would believe in myself or subconsciously even the way that I would choose my friends, my partners, my loved ones. And so to kind of give you some context and give you an idea of what I'm talking about to tell you a personal story about me... When I was 10 years old, for those of you that don't know my story at all, also, by the way, if you're new here, please subscribe, like, comment, share. Like, we're trying to grow out here. We are trying to help people with transformational growth, evolution. Um, so thank you so much for joining us and listening today. But if you have not yet, click that subscription button and make sure to hit the bell so you get you get notified every time that a new episode drops each Wednesday. Um, but what I will say, guys, is for those of you that don't know me, you know, I was a dirty kid and it's actually funny because people see me now and they think that I just am, I've never had a struggle in my life. Oh no, I've had every struggle in my life. And it's actually because of this experience that I am so particular about the way that things look, about how they feel and about how they are. Are you ready to jump in? Kenny, are you ready to jump in? Anissa, are you ready to jump in? Oh yeah. Let's jump in. Okay. So when I was 10 years old, I was dirty. I'm, I mean, I was so dirty. I would literally eat gum off of the ground. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I'm gonna keep it 10,000. We ain't telling stories around here. If you turned up your face, just know that that was a judgment. Okay. Don't you judge me. I don't judge you. I'm not judging you out here, but yes, I used to eat gum off of the ground. And if there were roaches where I'm from, we would have had roaches strictly because of me. Okay. And so I say that to say that growing up, my dad ruptured a disc in his back when I was 10 years old. We went from a two family income household to one. Um, so my dad was hurt for a long time. He wasn't really, really able to do much movement because of his back. And my mom, on the other hand, my mom was studying to get her master's in engineering, had a full-time job. Um, all of us kids, my dad's injury, her own life, and trying to make sure that we weren't homeless, right? Making sure that we were fed and not homeless. And so my parents had a rule. The rule was, the main areas in the house have to be clean. If your room is dirty, I will shut the door. But the living room, the kitchen, the bathroom, the landing, the hallway, better look all right. If your bedroom is dirty, that's on you. You didn't make your bed, that's on you. I told you what to do, you didn't do it, that's on you. Plus, mixing that with the fact that I am a rebel at heart. I don't want to listen to my parents, especially not back then. I mean, now I do. But back then, I definitely didn't want to listen to my parents. I'm like, first of all, I know best. Right? A 10-year-old, I know best. I know what I need to do. And it's not make my bed in the morning because why would I do that? Context, right? So there was a girl in my school, 10-year-old Sarah, and another girl. We're going to call her Jane Doe. Now, Jane Doe was the everything girl. You know that girl that could sing, she could dance, she played piano, she played guitar, she was fast in track, she literally was great at everything, and on top of all of that, she was beautiful. She was that girl. She was the girl you hated, but you had to love her because she was so nice. That girl. 
So I say all of that to say that while I loved and adored this person, Jane Doe. She used to have these parties at her house when she would invite the entire classroom and at her house, everything had its place, okay? It was like Little Miss Muffet lived there. The candles, the dolls, the beds, the way that they were made, everything was tucked. Her father was a police officer. Her mother was a stay-at-home mother. And I thought from my 10-year-old eyes that she was just this incredible, perfect little household. That's what I thought. I'm sure they had their own problems now, you know, as an adult, I'm sure. However, at the time, I thought they were perfect. So I went to Jane Doe and I said, Jane, I would love for you to come over to my house after school and play. You know, back in the day when kids went outside. Yeah, I would love for you to come to my house and play. However, I'm not clean like you, but I would love for you to show me. I would love for you to show me how I can be more like you. I may not listen to my parents, but I'm definitely willing at that time to listen to the popular kid at school. So the next day, she came to my house. She did not stay long. And then the, the following day when I went to school, Jane Doe told everyone how dirty and disgusting I was. Jane Doe told everyone how nasty my room was, how cluttered my room was, how disgusted she was. And in that moment, what I didn't know is that 10-year-old Sarah, me, I, created a story that said, if I let you in, you'll betray me. Now, this is the thing. I didn't know that I created that story until I was 28 years old. Our stories are an automatic regulation system. It's like the way that the temperature blows in your house. If I set my house to 72 degrees, it does not matter how hot it is, how cold it is, the thermostat will automatically, I do not have to push a button, it will automatically pump enough air so that the room stays at 72 degrees. The identity that we have with ourselves, the stories that we have in our lives that are laying inside of our subconscious work the exact same way. So what happened? Sarah, I, me, this girl right here, that story allowed for me to subconsciously seek the people, the places, the experiences, the opportunities that would validate the story of, if I let you in, you'll betray me. And so this was a limiting belief that I had that I didn't know that I had until I was 28. Now, let me tell you the bright side because we hear these words called limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs. Are there, is there anything positive about a limiting belief? Well, yes. Outside of a limiting belief, it also creates a strong suit. Now, a strong suit is the opposite. So where I created this story that for decades ruined my life, literally decades ruined my life, um, because I was subconsciously seeking the female friendships, the, the partnerships in a romantic way, the experiences and, you know, whatever it may be that would create and validate that story. It is no wonder why I had domestic violence in the time I was first to my first fiance where I was almost paralyzed. It's no wonder why the girls that I was friends with would actually, right after I would break up with my boyfriend, they would sleep with them. My best friend slept with my man right after we broke up. That still blows my mind, okay? Where's the girl code? Well, I wasn't choosing women with girl code. I was actually choosing women with no code because they, I had to validate, if I let you in, you'll betray me. Now, this is the thing. They are just being who they are. No one is wrong. No one is right. No one is any of the things. They are literally just being themselves. But because of the story that I had, I allowed to continue to allow the people like that, those experiences to be in my life 
because I had to validate that story. So bright side, strong suit was at the time, no one is ever going to be able to call me dirty again, ever. Now, if you were to come to my place, you'll see all of the labels face in one direction. You'll see every hair laid, you know, make sure. I, I, I love it so much. My team, shout out to Kenny, okay? Who is Kenny V on social media? Y'all got to check him out. Shout out to him because he's like, I know how you are. You got these two little hairs that are hanging out. I'm like, we got we to gotta brush it down. We got to make it. We got to what up. I love the attention to detail because we're all making each other better. We're all making sure that we're doing our best to provide our best to you. Now, I say that to say, had someone not called me out on the level of mess that I was, I literally never would have been this person. Actually, who knows who I would have been? Maybe I would have just been messy for the rest of my life, but I was so humiliated in that moment. I was so like, did this just happen? Like, what in the, how, like, I, I asked her to show me how to be clean like her, and instead she chose to humiliate me in front of the entire class. So this is, this is what it's giving. It's giving in order to elevate to new, you have to release the old. Some of us are asking for blessings that we are not prepared for. Some of us are asking for things that we are, are not even almost conditioned for, right? And so the question is, who is it that you have to be and what is it that you have to do inside of your conditioning? And so I say that to say, Limiting beliefs or the stories that we have and the way that we are not taking the time to be aware and identify the issues that we have, identify, um, you know, where, where we are at the pinpoint of all of our pain. It wasn't until I was 28 after the second time that I was engaged, actually, and I am not engaged right now, currently, dear future husband, though, shout out to you. Uh, but I say that to say that literally... It was not until I was 28 where I had to look at myself and say, Sarah, why do you continue to attract these people, these experiences, these, these things where you give your all just to get burned? What is that about Sarah? Where do I get to shift things? You know, where people will talk bad about you, but you're still trying to make it better, where you're still trying to fix it, where you're still trying to make sure everybody else is happy. Where does that come from? Because you weren't raised that way, Sarah, me, I was not raised that way. So what we have to realize is that inside of our experience, the limiting beliefs that we have work on a subconscious level to keep you exactly where you're at. What does that mean? It means what you believe about yourself and the stories that you create will determine the actions that you take. And the actions that you take are going to determine your future. So how do you identify? Usually somewhere in your childhood at the age of, I don't know, somewhere between the age of three and 10, there is something that happened, many things actually that happened, but there are pivotal moments in your life where you have allowed the trauma to become a story. And that story is like a cage. And until you do the work to find the key, which is inside of yourself, you can't unlock it. So what did I do? Number one, when I was 28 and I found out that I was at the pinpoint of all my pain and it stemmed from a from an 18-year-old story that I didn't even know that I had, I cried. I think that people need to be clear that it is okay to be vulnerable it is okay to be sad. It is okay to understand that literally like I'm, that little devil on my shoulder has been working overtime and I've been letting it. 
ew, like not great. Okay, not, 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 ooh, yucky, ew. So there's that aspect of things. What else did I do? I started journaling. One of the things that I can say is sometimes there's great to journal to get it out. And if it is a negative uh, journaling experience, remember, we don't attract what we think about. We attract what we feel strongest about. So journaling and focusing on what is it that you want to attract? What is it that you want to come in? Because if I were to say to you right now, don't think about a red hat. First thing I think about, I'll, I just saw a thousand different red hats in my mind. I literally just saw, if I say, don't think about a pink elephant. What is the one thing that you think about? The pink elephant, right? Your subconscious does not know the difference between the negative of the positive word, meaning I don't like XYZ. It just hears XYZ. You know, if, if you were to say, I don't want, and that's what most people do in life. They focus on what they don't want. I don't want a man that XYZ. I don't want a girl that does this, that, or the other. I don't want, I don't want, your subconscious doesn't hear what you don't want. They just hear, oh, give them more X, Y, Z. Give them more toxicity. Give them more negativity. Give them more control. Give them more whatever it is. And because we're so focused on what we don't want, that's exactly what we continue to attract. So how do you get to the space of feeling good? How do you get to the space of shifting the way that you, 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 you look at things, shifting the perspective, the vantage point of all of these different things? So. I started journaling. I'm so blessed, happy, and grateful now that, and I would write the future as if it's happening now. Now, this is the thing also inside of that. It's like there's so many levels to this. Let's break it all the way down. How's your breathing? Literally, when was the last time that you took a deep breath? I mean, and exhale. When was the last time you were so intentional about your breathing? When you close one nostril, you breathe in and then you hold for four seconds and then you breathe out, you do the thing and you keep switching. When was the last time you were intentional about your breathing? Because it makes a difference. One of the things that I know is when I'm feeling anxious or when I'm feeling frustrated or when I'm feeling down or I'm suppressing emotions, what I've noticed is my breathing is very shallow. It's very much in my heart. Have you ever noticed how people that have... um what are they called? Hypo, hyperventilate. People that hyperventilate, they're like, <gasps> and they say, breathe. You've got to breathe. Sometimes you've just got to breathe. Breathe into it. Control your breathing, number one, so that you can take control of your nervous system and you can take control of your thoughts so you then can take control of your feelings because feelings are not facts, but they certainly are strong. So you have to decide how are you going to show up for you inside of all of these things? So number one, breathing. Hold for four, two, three, four. Let out for six, four, six. Already I feel better. Already I feel more clear. So yes, journaling is great. But again, that's after where am I at right now? Can I just focus on my breathing? Can I focus on if I need to get up, breathing faster? <laughs> Speeds up your heart rate. These are literally little things that you can do to put yourself into peak state, to put yourself into a space of, I'm ready for this day, to put yourself in a space of, I'm going to take this on, to put yourself in a space that's not 
so negative. I don't know if that, if that, if y'all can kind of relate, but some of the things that I do when I feel like I have these limiting stories, when I feel like imposter syndrome is creeping in, like I don't necessarily belong or whatever, the things, the stories, the lies that we tell ourselves. We need to stop buying the lies that we tell ourselves for the love of God. Stop lying to ourselves. So I say that to say, what are you doing to bring yourself out of that state? Are you focused on your breathing? Can you journal? Another thing that I personally do is music. I have this music. I'm going to actually connect my Spotify link in the description below. It's a movie score music and Baroque classical music. So literally, depending on how I need to feel. Actually, there's a super short song. I'm just going to play it. Is that okay? Will, will, we, will we get caught on a... On Wait a couple seconds. Okay. Okay. It's literally like a 30-second song. Like when I need to feel like savage, like I'm like, ooh. And it's so funny. Maybe your thing isn't Baroque music. Maybe your thing is rap music. Maybe your thing is gospel music. I also have a gospel list. But when I'm like, when I'm in the zone and I'm working, there's this one song. There's actually two songs that I have, but this one is like savage sounding. Oh. Oh, I'm so ready on my own. But if you listen to the whole thing, it's like, oh, I am. What? Come for me. It's like, that to me is saying like champion. Like, let's go. I'm a champion, right? Like, roar. I King Kong. King, was it? King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Like, that's really how I feel. I ain't going to hit my chest all the way. But you get what I'm trying to say, right? So literally, I listen to music. And I'm going to connect my little link because this is also the the playlist that I journal to in the morning. So I say, I'm so blessed, happy, and grateful now. And I'll do five minute rounds where I'm writing all of the different things. I talk about my compound that I see and my mom and I going for walks and my mom talking about the Delilah's on the ground. And once I'm pushing a, a, a stroller because my baby's in it and I see my dad and my husband being the best of friends and all my, I, we were picking up dirty cucumbers from the garden and eating them right there, right? Like those are the things that I see. And because I've seen it, I feel it. I know that it's coming. I'm ready for it to come. I'm so excited about the life that I have. And now again, instead of being like red hat and all I think about is red hat, it's like, oh, I'm thinking about things in the future as if they are now in your subconscious does not know the difference between what's happening now and what's happening in the future or what's happened in the past. It only knows how you feel. What you feel strongest about is what you attract. So listen to that music. Focus on your breath work. Journal the things that bring you joy. Focus on the things that bring you joy. And then practice feeling about them. And then when you go to a space where it's like, oh, I feel good, you don't have space for some imposter syndrome. I'm supposed to be here. I'm, I'm supposed to be in this room. Why wouldn't I be in this room? In fact, I need to get some of my friends in this room too because this is where we're supposed to be at. These are the opportunities we're supposed to be having. And so it's so important to be intentional about putting yourself into peak state. It's so important about overcoming those stories, but you can't overcome them unless you can identify, identify them. So last thing that I'll say, and then we're going to, we're going to move on to uh, next time on it's giving because it's giving whole, it's giving healed. It's giving new and evolved and evolution and elevating. I said evolved twice, but you get what I'm saying. It's hard out here, y'all. Okay, it's hard. Anyway, this is the point. The point is that another thing that you can do if you want to write down, I, I got to say, 
should I, can I just, can I segue for one second, Kenny? I, I know that we got a, we got a mission and a plan here, but I will say as far as prayer works, right? Most people are so passionately praying to God to fix their problems. And if you are just praying to God to fix your problems, you're passionately feeling bad. Remember, we don't attract what we think about. We attract how we feel. And if you are passionately feeling sad, passionately feeling disappointed, passionately feeling upset, which by the way is very human, it's just not going to give you the result that you want. So one of the things that I really try to focus on is take five minutes, whether it's good or bad. If I'm really rocked, okay, take 24 hours and then let it go. You got to let it go. But take five minutes to feel the feelings and then get back into peak state. Get back into a space. And it takes conditioning, by the way, because negativity is natural. So you have to be positive on purpose. What does that mean? It means when you start going after something, that little devil on your shoulder is going to be like, you can't do that. This isn't for you. You're never going to make it. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. That sounds good to me. Thanks for saying it. I know what's for me. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm after, right? And so I do want to say when you're praying, when you're journaling, when you're speaking things out loud, speak to what you want. Instead of praying, God, I need more money to pay my bills. Start thanking God for how he's already provided. Start thanking God for the provision that he has over your life. Start thanking God for the blessings and the abundance because I feel it now. I'm not going to cry and be like, why don't I have more money? No, God, use me in such a powerful way that I am abundantly blessing people around me, which in turn is going to monetarily change my life. Oh, God, I'm so grateful for this. Oh, I'm so grateful I'm a soldier. Oh, I was built for this. Mantras, right? Feeding everything through my... All things go wrong so that life can go right. Things go wrong so that life can go right. This is all a part of my story. Oh, God, you built a soldier. Now, I will say, there are those times when it's like, oh, surely you got the wrong house. Like, surely this is for them down the street because I've been living right. You know, I've been trying to be obedient. Surely this level of challenge cannot be for me. And in those moments, take 24 hours. It's okay. You know, it's, it's okay to be sad, feel the feelings, because this is another thing. You can't suppress. If it, Suppression can turn to depression if you're not taking the time to address it. You can't just suppress all of the different ways that you feel. So you've got to be aware of it, but we have to release it. That is the only way to escape a limiting belief. Number one. What conversations are you having with yourself? Number two, how are you getting in a peak state? Is it music? Is it journaling? Is it meditation? Is it a workout? Is it a special smoothie? Don't let it be the foods that are, that are, you know, sugar, salts, and fats. Cause you know, that, that's a, that's one day we're going to talk about big pharma. I don't even know if I should say big pharma. They're probably going to strike this video down from YouTube and rank it at negative 58 billion. But I say that because. Big Pharma is the biggest, the biggest industry on the planet is human life. That's the biggest industry. It's not the NBA or network marketing or beauty. It's literal human life. They want us to be sick. And I, whoever they are, right? Look, I'm, I'm not coming for the they. They, y'all keep doing what you're doing, but you ain't going to get me. I'm just saying. And you ain't going to get these folks because we know that it's giving. We know they. 
We know y'all. So I say that to say that, um, you know, whatever version of you that you want to be, you have to get into the habit of conditioning your mindset and conditioning yourself. And the only way for you to do that is to check in with yourself. How are you breathing? What are you listening to? What are you feeding your body? What are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your soul? And that is how you control the negatives that come from limiting beliefs. That is how you control the, 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 that's, 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 that's how you take control. That's it. I don't have any more words. That's pretty much it. So I want you guys to know that in order for this to be a season of it's giving new, evolved, healed, ready, able, all of these things, you gotta be willing to, um, get out of your own way. You got to be willing to recognize when you're not breathing deep, recognize when you're in a space of negativity and recognize when you are your own problem. Because honestly, most of the time it's us. It's that person in the mirror. It's it's, nobody else but us. Okay. So we got this. And in case nobody has told you today, you are freaking phenomenal. Bomb.com. Nothing can stop you but you, but you got to do something about it. And here it's giving all things grown, new, awesome, and evolved means we got to do the work. So let's do the work, y'all. Until next week, signing off, Sarah Fontenot here. Bye, y'all.